everyone. This is Lightly for the Metal Cell podcast. I'm joined by Josh and Ben from Envisions. How are you doing, guys? Doing good, Hello. thank you. Hello. Thanks for having us. Of course, no problem. Maybe if you want to introduce like your roles in the band for our listeners. Yeah, um, I am the drummer. Don't know why that took me so long. <laughs> <laughs> and that was Josh as well, by the way. <laughs> I'm Ben, I play the triangle. <laughs> a Stevie T. <laughs> yeah, and occasionally shout at people. <laughs> uh, so welcome to Dublin, it's your first time over, you know, how are you finding the city? Uh, yeah, pretty cool so far, like, we've uh, honestly not seen much outside of the venue yet, but like... Well, you've you been know. before, I have not, I've never been, so I'm, I need to go out and have a look, because... Uh, New city, new place. That's it, yeah. The majority, majority of things that like these lot have seen is all like, just, when I was literally driving, like, it was like, yep, yeah, this is the River Liffey. This is right where everything that you're going to want to see is. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, oh, cool. <laughs> Looked out my window and then that was that. <laughs> nice one. Um, so you got to play Bloodstock in August. How was that experience? Absolutely unbelievable. For our first time there, I mean, I've never, again, I sound like I just don't leave my house. I do, I promise. But I've never been. And, um, and it was unbelievable. It was it quite was. surreal, really. Didn't really expect that sort of reaction, so it was a lot of fun. Had a really great time. Yeah, they were like super hospitable, weren't they? Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Considering it's more like a uh, thrashy, like dark metal. Well, come on. You know, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like that, that kind of thing instead of like metalcore. Like, it, yeah, went down really well. Like fans received it good, and um, yeah, it's just a really well put together festival, isn't it? Awesome. Why it's been going for so years and it's yeah. been so successful. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think with Bring Me the Horizon, like head, headlining, um, what's it download? I think it's really opening the gates for like the new wave of metal to really start, you know, getting absolutely. in. Absolutely. And the yeah. show they put on was absolutely unbelievable. Always. I mean, to be fair, it's, it's Bring Me the Horizon, of course, it's going to be real. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's like you said, it's just bringing the new wave through and it's, uh, it's awesome. It's really cool. It's a passing of the torch. That's it, exactly, yeah. That's the best way of putting it. I like yeah. that, yeah. <laughs> the pressure torch. <laughs> Day to try and sound as good as it is. <laughs> Couldn't if we wanted to. <laughs> um, so, to our listeners who maybe haven't heard of um, you guys before, how would you describe your sound? You've already said it's kind of metalcore-y. Yeah, I'd say very, very much influenced from um, old, older bands like Trivium and Killswitch Engage. Um, just, yeah. Yeah, but I never know how to answer this question because it's just I always just say it's metalcore but then that doesn't really leave much to the imagination no true story heavy riffy singy good times on tap yeah <laughs> couldn't say it better myself to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> no, more yeah. like melodic metalcore than anything like in no. some aspects yeah but then I don't know because like dope it's just yeah, I'd say like pun- punchy and thrashy as well as melodic in areas. Like, there's I don't feel like we stick to one particular formula. Like, especially like as the bands like developed and progressed over the years, like we just kind of expand it. We and like, like we definitely found like what route we wanted to go down after album two, and we've just kind of been expanding from there. You know, yeah, that's good for like not keeping it stale. Like, no, absolutely, yeah, for sure. Like, the thing is, like playing it yourselves as well. Like, you end up getting bored as well. You know, yeah. if not bored, but like accustomed to the same kind of thing. So, yeah, it's definitely um, it's definitely like the wise move to uh, just explore new avenues and you know just try out things that, that we're excited about. Yeah, yeah for always sure. want to exceed what we think like we're capable of. If we go above that, and then we're progressing as musicians as well, and that's yeah. how we always want to see it as. Yeah, if it's not a challenge, then like what are you doing? Yeah. You know? 
and as you said it's like it's more fun for you guys as well like because mm-hmm. like Metallica are doing like the two nice thing where they're playing some old stuff and then some new stuff and absolutely yeah no it's uh, I was really shocked actually at that like well I'm not because it's Metallica the biggest <laughs> band in the world in metal but like <laughs> yeah it's um, it's cool it's cool to see like big fan yeah. <laughs> yeah, couldn't have said it better myself, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, imagine just having a catalogue that big that you can just headline two, two headline headline twice, festival. yeah, <laughs> and still have like hundreds of songs left. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they'll ever touch Lulu again, though. <laughs> How did the band start? I uh, messaged Lucas. So we were all in different bands. Like many years ago, it's weird how time's gone that fast. And then when my band split up, it was after Lucas's band split up. To be fair, and I messaged him like saying, "What's what have you got? What's your plan really?" Because I'm not ready to to bail on music yet. And uh, he was like, "Yeah, fair enough, same. Uh, let's see what we can do." Uh, and then he, he was speaking to Al because he was in a band with Al previously, and he was like, "Let's keep going or whatever." And Al was like, "No, I don't know if I want to do it anymore." Blah blah blah. So. Uh, Bullet for My Valentine played in York at the Barbican. So Lucas and Al went to see that. And then Al, after that, Lucas said, so Al, do you want to start another band? And he was like, yeah, all right then. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, we all met up at a bar called Gibson's in York. It's not a thing anymore. And then uh, a week later, we're in the studio recording Unbreakable. And at this point, we didn't even know Josh, really. I'd played with him like maybe a couple of years beforehand, but we didn't really talk or whatever. We didn't know who we were. Um, and then so we had uh, a bassist and a, a drummer and then our producer was like because we oh the bassist was planning on staying full time uh, but the drummer was only ever going to be a stand in for the music video that we needed to release the music so uh, our producer at the time Sam and Joe Graves they were like why don't you get in touch with Josh Hardy because I think have you recorded with them before it was weird like so my last band we did literally like a one single which never ended up getting released because like the band broke up <laughs> classic <laughs> um, so yeah we um, we just went in and luckily um, the one single that we like tracked there with him obviously was like Sam's introduction to me like properly um, and like yeah just put my name forward to you guys didn't he yeah and then I messaged you didn't I I sent you Unbreakable messaged you and then we met up in Leeds and then we we told him a load of lies and he said yeah alright <laughs> <laughs> no it was good I could tell immediately like I'd had like a bunch after I'd, I'd kind of like not given up on music but I'd just put it on the back burner for a while and it had been like two years since I'd played um, and I used to get like often like asked to like join other projects and stuff and I'd listen and be like oh yeah cool cool and then assumed it might be another scenario where I'd be like yeah and I listened to the song the single I was like yeah all right that sounds well good (laughs) and then everyone was like just super on the same page like we we need to do this now like I'm gonna do it properly and so far we are so yeah eight years later here we are yeah absolutely mate yeah nice one Mm. um so your album Deadlock came out last year how was the recording process for it to be fair, it was weird because we started recording that when COVID was around. So there was, felt like there was way less pressure to kind of hurry up with it because everything was, nothing was really happening. So you had the time to really dive into it and really knuckle down and nail what we wanted to try and achieve with it. So it was nice to not have the pressure of uh, this album needs to be done and it needs to be out at this point and so on yeah. or whatever. There was no real timeline with it. 
So it was good to be able to really like look at the individual pieces of song, see what wanted to go where and whatever. So it was all it was it was a good process regarding it was at a terrible time. If you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> we were all like in our own little work bubble as well that we created, hadn't we? Yeah, because well we could, couldn't we? So fortunately yeah. we still were able to like be in the studio and stuff practice together. and stuff. Yeah. So it was it was it was it was nice to not have the pressure of this needs to be done mm. and force it out really. So it was it was it was good. And I'm glad we had that because I think it sent us in, we finally found who we are and what we want to be and what we want to achieve and whatever. So it was nice to reflect on that. And it was at a time when, when COVID was here, things weren't happening for a, a very long time and you saw bands kind of saying, all right, well, let's call it a day now sort of thing and yeah. leave things where they are. But we were like, it was something that we missed so much. And it was like a, it was a big chunk of our lives that we really needed back. And that kind of made it set in stone that we're all still on the same page this is all this is all we want and it was everything kind of just helped it was a terrible time for the world or whatever but for us it was it really gave us a hunger even yeah. more than it like like you said like when Stoke once that was like fire. stripped yeah for sure mate yeah once it's like stripped away from you like you realise what a big element and like what a big part of your life it really is yeah like we knew obviously anyway but like as soon as it's not there and not an option anymore you're like oh Cool. I, I do nothing. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I just, I just yeah. for me, I don't know about anybody else, but I just, I felt like my purpose was gone, and, uh, and that was that was huge. So that's when I was like, I need this back in my life. And we were like, so we found ways to be able to get to the the practice room because obviously those rules about you need to have your work bubble or whatever. Technically, we were a work bubble, so we made that work so we could get back into the practice room and make some noise, even if we weren't even nailing the, the deadlock songs we were just practicing old songs just because we wanted to be in the room together yeah. playing music doing After what not we absolutely for so long, it was just fun like it was just something to do it was just such a release in like mm. the shittiest of time wasn't it like, but reverting back to the question yeah <laughs> deadlock Ryan deadlock was alright <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah no because um, uh, one of I guess the good things that came out for COVID for me was one of my favourite bands Have Mercy their drummer had unfortunately passed away mm-hmm. and they were going on a retirement breakup tour because of COVID they couldn't and then last year they announced they were recording a new album so I was like sick so like if COVID hadn't have happened I wouldn't have have mercy yeah yeah, yeah. it kind of gave people time to think really like plan their futures because people I don't know what but you're at home you can get in your head a lot can't you so really thinking about what you want to do with your life and it's good it actually helped us in ways like writing the record as well, didn't it? Like mm. a lot of the actual like title track "Deadlock" is like in relation to that. Like at home in hell with my misery, is like <laughs> you know because we in. couldn't do what we wanted to do. And yeah. when I say like less pressure on the writing process, Lucas writes I think ninety percent of our stuff. Al writes as well, but Lucas was like, it just felt like he did wasn't pushed or he didn't have anything in the back of his head to him. This needs to be there. Hurry up! Hurry up! Hurry up! He had the. Uh, just had the time to really focus and and it's awesome really really good yeah mm. it's not like it's like the saying after you you've got like forever to write your first album and then after got, that then after that it's just like pressure. There's some, there's <laughs> some one or something that's always cracking yeah. the whip so like it felt like having that first album time all over again it's like going back to metallica like you know their load and reload albums that came out was i think james hetfield says that they kind of proved that Anything could be whipped into a song, but like you're listening to it, like they're over an hour long each, I think. Mm-hmm. It's just like 
they could have done without that one. So, like, you know, it's good yeah. that you guys had time to do it. It's like one of the only positive things, really, wasn't it? Everything else was dog shit. Um, so, my favourite song off the album is Fall With Me. Is there a story behind that song? Do you know? Or? Uh, it's it's kind of rote, so it's quite open. But for me, it's it's one of my favourite ones. It came at such a, a bad time for me and my family. So, <laughs> my dad's got grade four cancer. Oh, God, i And it's, um, it was, we were at a really, really terrible time then. He's still around now, which is the best thing ever, but he's still battling that. And it's at a time... If, if, when you're falling apart, just follow me type thing. So it's about being there for you, for somebody or no matter what they're going through or whatever, it's that's kind of what it is. And it's, it's a, yeah, it's a, yeah. It's a tough one for me to, yeah. It's very emotive and like Ben said, I feel like it's very open-ended. Sorry. <laughs> um, like it's open to interpretation to anyone that, you know, like the lyric, like lyrical content in there is very perceivable in, and relatable, I guess, to many situations. Yeah, it's but, a deep yeah. one, anyway. No, for sure, yeah. For me, yeah, but it's one of those ones. The way it's written, it's people can connect to it with whatever they've got going on, or it's just. It's, I really love that it's open, but has such a strong message at the same time. Yeah. So that's also my favourite song. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe a bit of a happier question. Do you have a favourite <laughs> song to play off of it live? Deadlock is a vibe in it. A nihilist is also a vibe. The, yeah, I mean, de see, Deadlock was like one of those that I found super, super exciting, like early days, just because of how punchy it is. And don't get me wrong, it still goes down really well live. For me, I'd say that, like, in terms of drums and drums only, I'd say Half Life. Really? Yeah. Cheeky. Yeah. Yeah. I was like very, very much excited about that one from the get go. And then as soon as like it was introduced into like the actual set, I was like, Nice. <laughs> like, I can have some fun. It's just, yeah, because there's just so much going on and it's just everywhere. Like, I feel like it's like Oscar the Grouch time, you know, where I can just absolutely <laughs> just let out on every cymbal, every drum. Like, it's, yeah. So everything gets used. And that's it, literally, yeah. Yeah, it's just a vibe. <laughs> um, if you could collaborate with any musician dead or alive, who would it be? And you could both give an answer. Within metal or...? Anyone. Oh... Right, just because of his voice and the songs, Michael Jackson. Really? Oh, <laughs> imagine that. I know, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Well, good. Yeah. Fair. I mean, everything else I don't agree with. <laughs> <laughs> but in terms of just music of music only. And oh, yeah. yeah. He certainly didn't have like a terrible career, did he? <laughs> no. But That's then nice also there's like Justin Timberlake's fantastic. It certainly is. It certainly is. I mean, I Thriller would... is untouchable. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would have to agree. I really would. Like, I'm gonna have to go with what we all said as a band. Like, we'd never really collaborate. Like, even thought of collaborating with anyone. We had one person in mind, didn't we? At some point down, oh, down yeah, the line, did, just yeah. because Ben's vocals are so like dynamic and diverse. Like, we never really had a need for like featuring like you know feature vocals yeah. from anyone else. The one person that we all agree would be absolutely unbelievable at some point was Snoop Dogg. <laughs> <laughs> He'd probably be down to do it, like. Oh, exactly, but like, it's just how, mainly because of how hilarious that would be. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing yeah. more than that, like, that would be so cool. <laughs> A Gin and Juice remix featuring Envisions. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> just like, just like a faster 
rappy metal part. Imagine that, but just Snoop doing it. Like, <laughs> I mean, if, if Panic at the Disco can wrangle him, I'm sure you guys can. <laughs> this is it. There we go. I reckon that'd be mint as well. It got to a point where we literally, like, we'd found out. Not that we were, like, considering or had a particular song in mind for that, but, like, we literally got to a point where we'd done enough research to find out how much it would be for a collaboration and everything. <laughs> Al, mate, a musician you can collaborate with, dead or alive. Who have you chosen? Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Who have you chosen? Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Take your time, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Camera's a roll of rhythm. Yeah, the ref. Oh, oh yeah. All right. Strummer in metalcore. I'd have to agree. Yeah. yeah. Songwriter as well. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. fantastic songwriter, yeah. All right, nice one. Sick, right, I'm going to start <laughs> <laughs> No, that would be a collaboration, Michael Jackson, Snoop Dogg and The Rev. Can you imagine that? Oh, yeah. What a legend. Um, do you have any favourite album releases of 2023 so far, or any that you're looking forward to coming out? Christ, I feel like I've been so out of the loop. All I've been listening to at the minute is Billie Eilish and Khalid. <laughs> <laughs> when did Bad Omens release that album? It was last year, I think. Sad. Because mm. that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely agree. unbelievable. I mean, the Polaris album is yeah, yeah. fucking unbelievable. <laughs> Let's just put that out there. Unreal. It's immense. It's so good. I've been listening to Polaris since their very first EP. Damn. Dichotomy. And I, I, I remember like, I was like, these are so sick. And I was like telling my old band then, I was like, you should check these out or whatever. And they're like, ah, well good. <laughs> There's literally a video of me on Instagram screaming some of my old band lyrics in their like first t-shirt and I'm like Psh. and now I'm playing a show with them which is lit. So this is, must be a dream come true for you like. It's pretty, it's up there yeah. It's uh, it's great yeah. Some of, it's one of those things that you never think it's going to happen and then it happens and you're like nice one. Yeah. It's been like the last two summers though as well. Like, it's it's been, well yeah just, the last two summers have been nutty. Yeah. So let's go with Polaris. Fair. For me, it's not a metal band. I'd say they're more... It doesn't have to be a metal band. <laughs> a band called Spanish Love Songs. Yes. Um, yeah, they're, very, they're a weird one to describe, really. I'd say they're like heartfelt indie meets more proggy rock. Yeah, have, you, have you listened to them, Michelle? I yeah. love them. Yeah, they're unbelievable. I've um, never listened to them, ever. You've listened to them but, in the van when I've been playing them, mate. They will make you cry. Really? Yeah. They're phenomenal, yeah. They're not actually love songs at all. They're just songs about growing up and yeah. being a legend. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what did you think of Brave Faces, everyone? Yeah, good. That's the release after... Um, what's the first one called? I can't remember. But yeah, no, I know which album you mean. Yeah, good. I preferred this more recent one, though, yeah. to the last one. And then the album prior to Brave Faces, everyone, is like... Probably still my favourite one. It's, it's just banger after banger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Terrible they're... with names, so yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully they get a bit happier, but No, this is it. I feel like the whole like raw emotion kind of things is like a like big like USP for those guys because yeah. you know, it's like things again that people can attach to and like they do because everyone goes through that kind of thing. And yeah, yeah it's phenomenal. Holding Absence's new album as well is very, very good. Absolutely unreal. But they just never miss, so I'm not surprised. <laughs> it's because his voice is absolutely outstanding, isn't it? Yeah, just fantastic songwriters. Mm. And um, 
Very good. Yeah, new records, flawless again. Nice. And we're on to our last question. Um, do you have any advice for anyone wanting to start a band in 2023? Just do it. Have a lot of patience. Yeah. You have to have a lot of patience. And you have to really, really, really want it. Like, you can't just like half-ass anything. Because if you do, it's not... Well, you're literally going to get out of it as much as you put in. Yeah. If you like putting like 60% into something, like you might not see anything. Like you've literally got to put every single thing that you have into it, which we've been doing since day one, haven't we? It's got to be done. Yeah. Take everything, um, except the fact you might miss important family time. It's it's just what you have to do, unfortunately. But the best thing I say is dedication and patience. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, like you have to have one hundred percent. I just going back to that. I just missed my brother's stag do, <laughs> which was not ideal. <laughs> but um, yeah, there, there is. There's a lot of things that you definitely end up missing. But again, if you if the musical drives there and you want to, you know, progress yeah. and do things like sacrifices have a, to be made. One hundred percent. You need a good team around you as well. You need like, everyone needs to be like minded. Like you can't have like two of you that really want to do it, and then someone who's like, oh yeah, I'd like to play an instrument. You know, like you all really need to be one hundred percent in there. Yeah, you need the same direction. Yeah. yeah. Except at the beginning that you're gonna have skin. to like Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very skin. You're gonna have to put like your own money in there to get things off the ground. Um and yeah. Um I would highly, highly recommend um social media marketing. Because that is also a huge factor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's like if you've got a song viral on TikTok now, like you're guaranteed something. One hundred percent. Any, any platform really like we we, we we sponsor a lot of uh, ads because you have to and it's literally it's gotten the music to the right people into the right people's hands and it's like protected opportunities as a result like without without labels and stuff like it's literally the internet is ridiculous power isn't it yeah. I need to start getting those ads all I get is gambling ads on YouTube <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, it's definitely hit and miss the algorithms don't always line up <laughs> That's how they make the money, you know? <laughs> exactly. I imagine Betfred's got a few more tennis than we do. <laughs> <laughs> guys, thank you so much for sitting down and talking to me. Thank you for having yeah, us. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, you of course. Thank you. And Deadlock is out now. Hell yeah. It certainly is, yeah. We've also got some very, very new music coming. <laughs> it's very, very, very new. Season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't tell you when or what, but it's this year. I'll keep an eye on the socials. Hell yeah. Nice. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you guys. No problem.